welcome again to Gab and Grow, where we talk about the people, places, resources, and information that will help you navigate your way at Westcon. I'm Mary Beth Griffin, your host, and today we're talking to students about living on campus, uh, who live on campus, about moving out at the end of the semester. It's always a bit crazy as we get to the end of the semester and it can be a little confusing, so we want to help you out with that by giving you a brief overview of the information you'll need to know. And joining me today are two people who should know very well about the procedures for moving out because they're two of our resident directors. From the Midtown campus, we have with us Ms. Miranda Cox, who is the resident director in Newberry Hall, formerly of Fairfield Hall. And from the west side, we have Ms. Amanda Lasiki, who is the resident director in Grasso Hall and was formerly the RD in Pinney Hall. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks. So one of the most frequently asked questions we get from students is, do I need to move everything out of my apartment or my room at the end of the semester? No, um, you can leave things there. However, please, please, please take your bedding, your laundry, um, give everything a good wash. Uh, the yes. exception <laughs> is if you're moving out of your room. So if you're doing a room change, you're withdrawing, um, even, you know, maybe you don't know what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. you applied to transfer for some reason and you haven't heard back, but you might hear back during break doesn't hurt to take it with you so you're not having to drive back get let in um so if you know if you know you're definitely leaving whether it's for a room change or withdrawal transfer whatever just take everything with you um you'll need to check out of your space before leaving for break definitely before if you're moving rooms even if it's in the same building you have to check out of that that Mm -hmm. building and that room before you go home so um miranda You've been at Midtown for your whole time here, so... I have been. (laughs) Can you talk to us a little bit about kind of a typical Midtown checkout and what that entails? So a typical Midtown checkout, because nearly all the spaces have only one room, makes it a little bit more simple, which is kind of nice for all my Midtown folks. Jealous. Um, (laughs) I know, it's pretty fantastic. (laughs) Um, So a typical checkout is normally you will find an RA schedule on who's able to check you out um, between certain times. Um, We're normally not available at midnight to check you out, but we're totally willing to work with you for different times. Um, We get you checked out. If you are staying in the building in your same room, we just make sure that everything is unplugged. You have a checklist of things that you should probably take home with you and things you should be doing, especially if it's winter break. We definitely want those windows closed um, when you're leaving. Um, And then shortly after the RA finishes checking the students out, uh, make sure that you're good to go. Um, And then after you're you're able to leave and then come back uh, when break ends. Cool. So Amanda, what's different about the west side? Well, first, I forgot an item that everyone should take home. If you have a pet fish, please bring it home for break. (laughs) Bubbles wants to eat during the five or six weeks that you're gone. Mm -hmm. Um, For west side, it is a little more challenging. There's up to five people living in the same suite, apartment, whatever you want to call it. Um, So we really work ahead of things to have you guys talk with your roommates to make sure that there's not one person who's like the last guy out and they are stuck with everything. Um, because Westside, we've got kitchens or kitchen-like areas, making sure that 
your dishes are all clean there's no food left out like i'm i'm saying even like don't even leave an open box of crackers on the counter um, in case some critter finds their way in we do not want them well fed and residing <laughs> in our residence halls without paying rent um but we also like midtown we've got checkout hours um and your rd will get that info out to you if you need to check out Outside of those hours, again, reach out to your RD. We know some of you need to fly home, and you might be leaving for the airport at 4 a.m., and we definitely do not want to be up checking you out at 4 a.m., so we will work to do it the night before with you. Um, So you'll get tons of information about checkout. You'll need to go once you're packed and ready to go. So, like, all of your bedding, clothing, what have you, is packed away, um, organized by your door, or better yet, in the car, if you have your own car and you're not waiting on anybody. go with you'll go to the desk and get an RA and then go up to your space and they'll just check over your space to make sure you're good to go um if there is something that's not acceptable they will ask you to remedy that whether it's take out the trash close a window um on west side you don't need to unplug the large appliances that come with the apartment like the stove and the fridge however if you do have a personal fridge in your bedroom you will need to unplug and defrost that Um, Those do take a few days to completely melt out, and you don't want that happening while you're gone. So I always tell people to do it like three, four days before you leave. Leave the door open. When it's done, completely dry it out. Like get a towel or something. Make sure it's completely dry before you shut the door of it. Otherwise, you're going to come back to a really gross fringe. And we've (laughs) smelled those before. They are not pleasant. Yeah, Yeah, I have, you know, because I've been around for a long time. I have real horror stories. There was the worst I think ever was somebody left a roast. An uncooked roast in one of the refrigerators, but then their roommate unplugged the refrigerator. It was one of the full-size ones, so it wasn't supposed to be unplugged. And and when we came back in to check in, it was it was really foul. So please, please, please. So then we built a new building, right? Like we just knocked that one down and built a new one. Sadly, I think it was your building. It always is my building. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of leads into my next question, which was really about, you know, what are the kinds of things that you need to do to get ready for checkout? Hmm. You know, we talked about cleaning out refrigerators and and unplugging the small ones. But what uh, the other thing, because like I said, I have stories about everything. Um, The closing and locking of the windows, really, really important because... You're gone for a long time over break, and in that five weeks, the temperature can fluctuate a great deal. And and we, uh, this was years and years ago too, but shortly after sprinklers were installed in the buildings, Litchfield Hall, someone left a window open. Burst pipe? And, yes, and, and the temperature dropped to 12 below zero, oh, and no. it burst a pipe in the sprinkler system which then just sent gallons and gallons. There was literally an ice waterfall down the side of Litchfield Hall. So um, please make sure that you close and lock your windows. What are some of the other things? So I think reiterating, um, especially in Midtown, a lot of like mini fridges, Mm -hmm. um, making sure that those are emptied and that they're defrosted within time Uh, making sure that you're closing your snack bins if you're leaving any snacks there um we don't want any like mice or animals getting in and taking your snacks um especially as the resident directors like are in the buildings we don't want any mice hanging out with us during break 
selfishly. <laughs> um, I think making sure that you're like maybe making a list. So we give you like a checklist of like things you need to make sure you're doing, but maybe making your own list on like, hey, I should probably remember that I need to bring like my passport back with me if mm-hmm. you have it with you, especially if you're going somewhere. Um, so I think trying to keep yourself organized when mm-hmm. trying to leave because so often people are like, oh, I'm just going to like grab some clothes and go. Um, Especially it's final. So like we know you've got other things on your mind, but think about the things you need for every day. Any medicines, your phone charger, you don't want to mm-hmm. leave that here. Nope. Um, your yeah. house keys. We've had people <laughs> leave and they get home only to find out, oh, get keys are at school. Yep. Yeah. yeah, especially because when, once you check out, you're not supposed to be back in the building. And so it can be a little bit of a process um, just trying to coordinate with the resident directors mm-hmm. to let people back in the building, especially if, like, maybe, like, we decide that we, we need to be on vacation or, or, or something like that. So we just want to make sure. Spend the day with your family for Christmas or yeah. New Year's. Or, and we want to yeah. make sure that we're able to, like, help and assist, but yeah. we just need time. I'm hitting my, my, I'm wearing my name tag. I keep hitting it. It's okay. Um, One of the things that we also like to stress is that people, if you have valuables like jewelry or Mm -hmm. electronics, you know, you don't probably want to leave those in the room because all the rooms get entered for different kinds of maintenance and things over the holidays. And they, you know, they'll come and change out the filters on heating units and things so people are in and out of your apartments and while everyone is accompanied and things during that um you just don't want to leave tempting things out for people and like the less stuff that facilities has to move to fix the issue in your room the better yeah so if you had stuff in front of your heating units you want to make sure to move that away um other things are to close the blinds Yes. Because, A, it helps keep people from looking in your windows and seeing what they mm-hmm. might want to come in and take. But also, they um, it helps to just kind of preserve the heat inside the building. You want to mm-hmm. leave your heat on low. You know, it doesn't need to be pumping out. But if you have controls of your heat, make sure that it's on and also function. Turning, oh, sorry, Marva. Oh, that was it. It was just and on and turning your lights off. Yeah, we, we go through as the housing staff at the end, like at once the end everybody's of the break. gone, we go through and we'll do that. But it's easier if you take care of most of it. It is. Um, another thing you can do to prep is plan your travel ahead of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we know not everybody has their own car. Some of you might need to fly home. Some of you might need to rely on a family member to come get you from campus. Um, so letting them know about, you know, we close 6 p.m. on the 14th, and that's a Friday. So if you have somebody who's working full time and they work two hours away, but they don't get out of work till five, well, yeah, they're not going to get here in time. So talking with that person ahead of time and either seeing if they could leave work early or you can find an alternate way. Even if you're carpooling with somebody else from campus and they get you halfway and then the other person meets you somewhere. Like, I know I went to school seven hours from home and I found all sorts of crazy ways home. Yeah. Um, But you definitely need to plan it in advance. This isn't something that like, oh, yeah, the building closes this week. I guess I should figure out how I'm going home. Um, Start thinking about it honestly now. Yeah, and that information is on our website on our Frequently Asked Questions page. So you can find it pretty easily. It's there all year, so it tells you when those last things are. When it's finals weeks, you're you're really supposed to be out within 24 hours of your final exam mm-hmm. or 6 p.m. on Friday, whichever comes soonest, because um, some people have exams on Fridays. But 
Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, 24-hour quiet hours. Oh, yeah. You want to share the joys of that with us? They're so important. <laughs> um, so we obviously have quiet hours during the semester, but during closing, which is your finals week, it's super important because finals are stressful. Mm-hmm. And it can be really hard to concentrate when people are very excited for the semester to be ending. And it, it's really loud in the building when a lot of people, especially I think on our West Side campus, it's kind. It's more of an apartment style, so you have mm-hmm. like that extra space to study within yeah. your apartment. Um, so I think it can be hard um, if you don't have like that quiet space yeah. to be able to focus. So that's why we really encourage the twenty four seven quiet hours. Um, if there are a violation of the quiet hours, you can be asked to leave. In addition to a violation of the quiet hours, if you violate other policies like the alcohol or drug policy, you will be asked to leave um, the residence halls. So, you know, you might need to find yourself staying in a hotel for the remainder of finals or commuting from home, and I'm sure that you will not be happy to do either of those things. Yeah, and we're not happy to ask you to do it either. Yeah. You know, we want people... That's not the fun part. No, but we just want people to be able to study well and do well on their finals, so... That's something to keep in mind. Now, we do have housing available if people do need to stay here over the break, if you're taking an intercession class or you just don't want to be at home for the the whole breaker thing. So um, we're not quite sure as we're taping this which buildings are going to be open. It's usually two buildings at the West Side campus. So, you know, for those who are living there, the cost, I think I just got confirmed, is $315 a week which is essentially the amount of money you're paying per night times seven um, during the regular school year. But um, we, like I said, we don't yet know which buildings are going to be open because there's some work being planned in some of them. So um, for students who are living in those buildings, that's not a big deal. But if you don't live in those buildings, what's the process to find a space? I, since they come my way. Um, they do. <laughs> so you will need to find somebody who has a space available and um, have that. You'll have a form and in that apartment, whether it's you're living with a friend who's also staying or none of those people are staying, everybody who is assigned to that apartment must sign off on your application. So you do need to do some legwork to find all those people, get all their permission because they aren't taking all of their things home. So you are going to be living in a space that somebody's things might be there. So they want to be, we want the owner of that space to be comfortable with you staying there as technically a guest for those five weeks. Yeah. And we, we on occasion have space that's totally emptied out that we might have available, but it's infrequent that that's the case. So if you are planning to stay and you don't live in the buildings that are open, you are going to have to look a little to try to find that. And most of you who will be staying are going to be here for athletics or class or another reason. So you will be with a group of people and can make the connections through that group. Um, anything else as we kind of try to wrap up here that you think it's important for people to know? I just think it's important to know, like, schedules. So knowing your schedule for finals Mm -hmm. um, is, like, a frequent question that I get asked. So making sure that you're checking out your, like, final schedule so that Mm -hmm. you know when you need to be leaving. Um, Sorry, Sorry. RAs are texting me. <laughs> um, the, ta- the table just moved a little bit, which is why we're laughing. But um, I think, so I think that's important. And then figuring out 
your schedule and then the RAs and the RDs, we like to sleep. So <laughs> it can sometimes be hard when, when we get like a knock really early yeah. in the morning saying like, oh, I need to check out um, when maybe no one's available at that mm-hmm. time. And so technically you can leave. It just might be considered an improper checkout. Yeah. yeah. It. So it's just, it takes a lot of good pre-planning. And, yes. you know, if you think about it, a little earlier. This is going to air a couple weeks before the end of the semester. If you haven't started thinking about it, think about it then, and it'll just make your life so much easier. It really so. will. And if people have any questions, like the resident directors are totally here to answer any questions that you have. So, from my end, just make sure your space is clean before you leave. Um, in college, I lived in an apartment that wasn't part of campus, and I had a roommate who um, she was going to be the last one out, so she agreed to take the trash out and finish whatever dishes she used in those last few days that none of us were there. She didn't. So when I came (laughs) back, our house did not smell nice. Yeah. And I literally bought a Rubbermaid bin at Walmart and put all our dishes with gloves on and, like, drove to someone's house with a dishwasher to wash it and then threw the bin out. Like, I was like, I'm not (laughs) touching these things. So please do not be like my roommate. Yeah, take opportunity, the chance to clean your bathroom, too. So, Because yeah. um, our custodians don't go in and clean they do. over the break. So um, I just you know want to thank everyone for listening today. We've got a few more episodes coming up next week that are going to round out the semester. One's going to be about going home and being with your family after having been away for the semester and how to navigate those rough waters. And the other one is financial literacy which I think is appropriate for people as you approach the holidays. So I hope everyone will turn into the final couple shows of the semester. If you have questions that we didn't answer today or ideas about things that you'd like to hear about, you can always email me at griffinm at wcsu.edu. Thanks again, Miranda and Amanda, for being here and talking with us today. Thanks for having us. Yes, always. (laughs) And that's going to wrap things up for this episode of Gab and Grow. Thanks for listening.